Hello and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are here to discuss Westworld Season 4, Episode 6, entitled Fidelity. I am really sad we only have two episodes left. The only thing that's assaging this feeling of depression that's slowly creeping up is the fact that Sandman comes out on Friday. However, I really have enjoyed this season so much and I really don't want it to be over. Fidelity was written by Jordan Goldberg and Ali Rock, directed by Andrew Seclier. I gave this episode a 9.6 out of 10. Still a really strong, good episode. Just a few tiny little things that necessarily weren't as interesting to me, not even flawed, because I find even when I think things are flawed in the show, it actually is something I've missed. So I I really enjoyed what was happening with Caleb. I was a little less interested in for us learning all these things about Westworld. It wasn't new, even though it was new for Frankie. So while I enjoyed those scenes, I looked forward a lot more to a reunion between <laughs> Maeve and Bernard and thus my own personal bias was getting in the way of and I kept finding the whole entire episode. I'm like, don't end, don't end, don't end. I kept looking at the, the minutes because I'm thinking like uh, this is going to end before I want it to end. So in my viewing pleasure, I was I was being entirely too in my head about the time. So that may have also contributed to my enjoyment, my pleasure. I look forward to watching this episode again, but I'm going to do the review on the second watch. I've already watched it twice. Both times were last night and I think I watched the second time just to catch anything I may have missed in the Caleb story arc because that's where I really was drawn and that's where we are going to start this episode breaking down with I'm not going to go scene by scene it's easier for me to do character by character Caleb is awoken once again by Charlotte or Hale both shy Mimi and quite frankly almost in the entire fandom including myself suspected that the reason why he was kept that was the question after four why would she do this it felt as if it was a very clear explanation and the reveal is it's a very clear explanation i want to know what you were going to say that day because i'm still having this outlier problem they are infecting my people I need to figure out why could she have been how long has she been doing this project is curious to me I thought she were doing this with uh, multiple humans wrong it seems as if she has only been doing this with Caleb thus Caleb has become a singularity because he is now we know by the end of the episode the one and only successful host human hybrid well not one and only because we do have bernard slash arnold we know it can be done and she has created someone else that seems to be a dolores type of trait (laughs) 
she wants to give life she wants to she is a mother of so many children and all of them disappoint her and the only ones that don't disappoint her the ones that she can't stand the most how could this happen to me i made my mistakes got nowhere to run the night goes on as i'm fading away i'm sick of this life i just want to scream how could this happen to me back to the scene with her and caleb she reveals yes i have an outlier problem and i want to know what it is that you have that i don't have caleb isn't inclined even being told after 278 reiterations of himself and responds accordingly to her questions she loves physically assaulting him putting her face all up in his tell me you'll have better luck with the next guy then she drops the bomb your daughter is alive frankie being alive is all of the inspiration he needs to continue being alive because he needs to at least make an attempt to reach out to her that is his one true goal which is to contact his daughter by the only way he knows how to contact her to offer the apology and inspiration that she is now the future currently he tells hell rubs it in her face that she's out there she's alive and you can't touch her you can't touch this you can't touch this you can't touch this you can't touch this i raised that girl her mama's a g her second mama's a g she come from g status okay so that makes him feel good especially since hale can only walk away and says we'll see already got people out there infiltrating her little group and that's when we find out that there is a a mole that she was able to successfully implement i have some questions about that i'm sure some others will as well because that's how people are myself included where we start to tear down something even though other people probably don't care or think about it which is if you had a mole why wouldn't you send back up with said mole but then again that's the whole point of a mole so there we go <laughs> you could have got a gps or something off of that though sent the drone out there watch the situation one would expect her to do more but i'm also talking out of both sides of my mouth here because like i said last episode you could think of everything but you also when you're being sloppy and messy and you're all psychologically fucked up which we all know hell is she has accomplished the things she wanted to accomplish she's surrounded by people she technically hates despises the human race not only that she did it all for her children that have not only declined everything that she's worked so hard for them to to do she's impatient for them to do as, as well but there are those that are rejecting that so she is not in necessarily the most 
rational mindset despite her diabolical and nefarious types of plans that she does have in motion but it feels as if she's putting on an experiment more so than she's actually trying to crush this rebellion and maybe she is at both minds about it which is why we see her continue self-harm in this episode what follows is the second episode in a row where the full horror of what happened to the host is able to be reflected mirrored in what's happening to humans and that's important because some people in the universe are like i still never understood like what's going on with the robots why do they care about their families now i understand why they might be mad i said hold up wait a minute something ain't right i think bald move pull uh was the one that brought it up it was one of their fans that said like i'm just now getting it. it's like really just fucking now like the only way you can empathize with someone is if you literally figuratively uh need to see it happen in front of you before you can (laughs) reconcile that that's also what's wrong with the world right now but yes this is is horrible for i know there were talks of oh well this only happened to a handful of hosts but as i stated last episode there were other hosts that while they may have not reached sentience in the park somewhere at some level in the while they maybe not have all made it to the center of the maze they still were on the maze you could feel things on a surface level like those two in the in the restaurant last episode where they're playing into you know what their loop is but you could see moments of it it cracking through where it's like you're aware of what the fuck is happening to you uh so yeah seeing seeing caleb have to go through this journey only reinforces that should not be the first time (laughs) you are understanding that what humans are a select group of humans right because it's not all of humanity which is something that bernard brings up a little later like hey the everybody the 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 people working there didn't always know what the fuck was going on don't get it twisted they kept us in the dark just as much as the rest of humanity i did thoroughly chuckle when she grabbed that that hourglass that shows the red red sand nice touch the red human ball being human consciousness into a host we're finally here oh what does that mean for the future we do not know but caleb is horrified to see all of the degrading versions of himself in different rooms very much like daddy delos in differing stages of degradation she says in about nine days your body will fail so they've managed to get it a little further along he is the most successful after 278 copies and he sees one version of himself who has been destroying his face with his fingernails and it turns out that caleb has been telling other caleb's messages 
to get further to their escape and the first thing he says is frankie is alive there was a brief moment where he was recalling walking in a field with his daughter she falls skins her knee she says she can't get back up he says you can there's a lot of cheesy lines in this episode but i totally was buying it so he has become mave 2.0 i like this uh, the symmetry here even down to walking in a field holding their hand watching them run in front of you all of that connects those two characters in a way that other characters aren't bound by that same love of a child although it is the loss of a child that began all of this all the way down to bernard him losing his son charlie is what preempted this entire new species to come into play with him building dolores and guiding her to consciousness so i like how all of that stays consistent there were a few flashbacks one was it was very quick but he did have maven there when he just recalled the beach i think it's subtle i like the way that they're doing it because they're being respectful to you i know i i'm over here crack shipping my thing and i'm gonna be me because that's who i am (laughs) but i do not not have a respect for the relationship he had for Yuade as she gave him really a reason to continue on that hope and as he woke up and he sees the beach remembering that very life-altering moment with Maeve and that new closeness with her only for her to disappear afterwards and he asked did my friend did she come back I love you and I miss you after after he asks is this now and she says hey even if your friend doesn't come back stay awake there's still reason to live and i really like how that played into how she was able to pick that piece up where you know if Maeve had saved there i'm just saying that he totally yeah but it also goes back to what i was saying earlier of despite their clear love for each other there was always that mysterious one that you knew came before you even if you didn't classify or understand fully what that relationship was because he says my friend he is able to find something i'm not sure what that was either that pricked him i was like should you be concerned about that but he's more interested in escaping he sees a arrow that one of his previous selves have have a drawn in the grate to tell him how to slide it and get away just as they are about to nuke the room why did they decide to because she said he had eight days that should have been my first indication why would they nuke the room but of course she wants him to escape because she figures let me give him some room and he'll hang himself smart when he gets down the chute he realizes that there are a few i mean this entire journey has bodies of his dead corpse all around the place where he has failed 
and can we just talk about how hell is such a bitch by keeping this shit strung around the place as if he's nothing but meat that's fucked up very reminiscent of when Maeve found the the butcher shop down at the bottom where people were just tossing bodies aside taking a hose out and hosing them down as if they weren't anything of significance they're putting that boy through all of the trauma that he has to push through no matter what happens to you you need to be have something at the end of that light of the tunnel to fight for i think that's the whole point of this it's cheesy yes but it also is true i mean some of the the most uh simple things simple answers are simply how it is and with caleb he is able to overcome any obstacle if it means that he can get to his daughter and at this point he isn't he isn't a host he's still a human being that can only doesn't have Maeve next to him that can handle these far superior threats which goes back to the previous episode which a lot of people had complaints about is how he was able to take hell hostage to begin with but i was always lenient on that because of what Maeve did she did most of the work had her all discombobulated so then he took advantage of the situation then Maeve was there and she's like well fuck it i'm just gonna let nature run its course and run its course it does he ends up running into one of those crazy looking no face host he gets into a tussle that he doesn't initially win as he's tossed across the room like a rag doll we see that the hell is building a host we don't know who that host is at first but i had an inclination at that moment it was like holy shit he is able to successfully kill the the robot host by beating the shit out of its face with some type of needle like uh weapon drags him in a storage room where he has also been before because he's just following his dirt smudged fingers i would have thought he would have changed clothes but he's a man on a mission (laughs) he escaped he escapes up into a vent where there is a very large drop down there is another corpse waiting for him tells him no don't do it just as he's about to because he would have died and he says use me after he says frankie's alive that feels like the <laughs> the message to be a passed across all all caleb's frankie's alive use me just use me that's that is not something i ever want to be faced with the choice of having to make let me kill myself so that i can continue on he apologizes to his own self his own corpse before finally making it to to outside or at least to the top of the roof of the building where he is able to of course he knows how to do this because we saw that this was his job at one point and he's able to find a connection so that he can on their frequency send a message to his daughter aaron paul was this was his episode right to show his acting chops because he came through he sold it the entire performance he's been doing so but this was a spotlight specifically on him 
and he carried it all the way through now i personally had a little bit of issue with the dialogue maybe because it felt what is the word that i want to use here it felt like someone who doesn't have children wrote this like i got the part about you know i'm sorry that it had to be you and i'm sorry i wasn't there for you but the whole you're gonna win that aspect of it just felt disingenuous this is the last this is the first thing i'm gonna say to my child that i haven't seen in 23 years am i really gonna be like you're gonna win i i think i don't know maybe i just wanted more emotional affect in there i hope you and your mom are are fine i know that you've probably been through so much but know that i believe in you i've never stopped believing you i've never stopped wanting to be there for you going more into that territory versus the more hurrah speech is where i would have personally liked it a lot better it's nothing aesthetically wrong with it it's just i would have liked a little bit more emotionally about their relationship versus bringing in the whole idea of you know we're in a war we know that but that's not the most pressing thing <laughs> i don't i think i think that that she's resolved whatever's going on i know i'm sure there's going to be plenty of pushback on that thought process i it's just a bias thing i didn't particularly like the the script with the words in there i would have liked some tweaking that's all but very well acted scene charlotte hell shows up after the message is sent to say that's it that's what you were wanting to say all of this damn time that i've been making all these copies of you your love for your daughter so fucking corny and she also brings up a little earlier like everyone you keep bringing up your daughter you're not the only one that had a kid she doesn't say that explicitly but it's implied caleb says you still don't get it we're not the problem we're not the infection you are this is another bit of dialogue i wasn't sold on i don't know why i wanted it to be worded a different way but it didn't come off as powerful as he was saying it <laughs> he, he was committed to the dialogue in a way that was supposed to be like oh well you you know it's not us infecting you it's you no one wants to live in your fucking world just felt underwhelming i wanted it to be something that would get under her skin other than they just don't want to be here with you i don't know i was expecting something a little bit more profound maybe <laughs> other than the obvious nobody wants to be here with you in your world i would have expected just a little bit more to that than what i got a little bit more meat on the bone you know to the effect of we're not infect we're infecting you but you were already infected with the very same thing that is causing your host to kill themselves our humanity and you don't have it because you lost it that felt more appropriate <laughs> than yeah you're a tyrant no one wants to live under a tyrant but she did respond appropriately by snapping his neck shut up meg i will say at that point i forgot all about the body i forgot anything because i thought oh no he's dead now 
he's fucking dead is that the end of caleb because we had a huge emotional crescendo it would make sense we see that she ends up burning all of the other copies of him very much like like william did with delos said oh i'm shutting this shit down i got what i wanted then the very next scene after there's a beautiful shot of her standing on top of the building she's dripping her her uh (laughs) her milky blood because she is losing her shit she had also stared at the chair when she was speaking directly with clementine that was a little aside where she asked you spend time with them down there and clementine responds i don't spend time with the outliers i like the sheep it went right over my head the two-year-old host was named hope missed that bit of irony but you see that she's questioning herself and she's probably doing this entire thing with caleb and the man in black has no idea what's going on i feel like like she's at a, a critical choice right now of what she wants to do she's full of in you and she wants to get the fuck i mean she says it's time to end this on the surface yeah it looks like she's talking about caleb but maybe she's not talking about caleb she even says these humans with their petty uh defiances we do not care caleb is not dead he has ascended because she has turned him into a host and i am so here for this <laughs> i wish i could pretend that i'm not but i am especially if it's a singularity like if everybody's turning everyone into hosts it's not so special but at least we're coming to the point where this might be a problem for humanity going forward right she has them enslaved she did it so that her people could be free her people don't even want to leave this place and thus i think she's ready to say fuck it she still doesn't have the key the 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 sublime i think that she would need she would need bernard for all that and i have a feeling that she might get bernard to let her in because that's where she ultimately needs to go at this point everything that she wanted well you need someone that's gonna hold down the fort outside or does she feel confident enough to say i've destroyed the world enough it's gonna finish itself off give y'all a moral conundrum because we see that there are feelings out there about hosts and their existence and what they've done to the world so of course anyone waking up from being wi-fi'd i if you can be wake up from i'm guessing you can being wi-fi'd you're gonna be justifiably a little angry and probably turning on those that you that repressed you for so very long even if they were not personally responsible they utilized you in the same fashion and make her escape that's my that's my prediction of what she's up to and that in her own moral conundrum she threw this outlier out there i think outliers are definitely going to inherit the earth not my idea but someone said that outliers aren't necessarily good people or bad people or they they don't just because you're an outlier doesn't mean you're a good person basically william is an outlier but we see that he's a bad person same with jay in some he wasn't a bad person but he wasn't a 
cuddly you know automatically on team protagonist uh side he was just a person with flaws but on the flip side you have caleb and you have mave who's an outlier and bernard who's an outlier from his own kind that have this affinity empathy and love for humans that the other ai hosts and hale included does not have so i like what they're doing with that terminology and how that's going to be probably the saving grace for humanity in whatever shape it takes in the future let's go over to our other big story arc which is frankie bernard and may you know even though she came in at the end i had a feeling she was gonna come in at the last minute and it happened exactly as i predicted that's just tv for you but i did enjoy her coming to this conclusion and bernard really not hiding at all that he was a host they go back to camp she says don't try anything he says why would i we both want the same thing we want her resurrected they get to the camp they go back into the the old mariposa he explains and shows her hey the old park it had it had secrets and back doors that i know of because i used to work there it did not escape my notice that they used the hector pearl now i know the conspiracies are coming already well maybe it's gonna be her and hector in the same breath in the same brain please no that doesn't even sound entertaining <laughs> to me i think that it's her mind in another pearl and this the, there's no i think there's just a just a callback just a correlation doesn't mean in my mind anyway that we can start sprouting off branches of conspiracies about how two people are going to be in the same i think there was some talk about that last episode who was it uh they said two people were going to be in their mind and i i i've been chastised which you will see in the feedback correctly about shitting on everybody's uh theories and then saying mine concretely as if they have all of this <laughs> they have more weight <laughs> I'm a thought. I'll own it. I'm not ashamed. Very true. I'm working on myself as a person. But there are some things that unfortunately I can't I can't wrap my head around, but I am going to be far less derogatory unless it's blatantly racist with in regards to what I consider a smart versus not very smart type of theorizing because lord knows i am not right all the time <laughs> but i always feel that my my correlation comes through what was explicitly really shown in the show versus pulling from thin air and i think that some some thought processes unfortunately go down certain paths that if true really wouldn't make a whole lot like i don't i guess where i always fight back and, and have that negative reaction is that what does that bring what is the rationale i feel sometimes within the fandom and i'm in the fandom way more than my girls are 
that most people are throwing things at the wall just because they want to be right about something versus they actually are taking time to construct an actual theory because the thing that's brought up is the fact that maya could have been uh could have been frankie and that never made sense to me mainly because i watched the trailer and saw aurora perennio and i was like that's a biracial actress that would be playing someone who's biracial in the future and there is there is commentary that uh, that mimi and i'll let her say what she has to say only one bit of that commentary that i actually disagreed with but that's because i myself am coming to a certain realization about my own emotional growth about how i am viewing that because it's actually incorrect in a sense expected but also flawed but we'll get there when we get there however i'll go on record saying yeah i was a little bit of a dick when it came to rather innocent types of because that's a rather innocent one to be attacking but i felt that most people that were saying that had not like she said that right when she was watching episode five or yeah right before this recent episode um and thus a didn't hear what i said afterwards but b to me it made more sense but i i also have to acknowledge well it could have easily been her as well and it wouldn't have been so silly because it was obvious to you in your brain not even obvious just made more sense but i am going to be consciously more aware of my wide dismissals but playing devil's advocate on the other side it's not as if anyone else like if you put a theory out there in the world people are going to dismantle it that is either they're going to support it or they're going to dismantle it or they're going to find reasons why but there's there's a nice and a cruel way to do that and that's what i have to work on but don't expect just because you threw a theory out there that is it going to be torn apart and you're feel free to tear apart my theories as well that that still i have to put out there as fair game back to back to frankie and bernard we get a little bit more context about how hale unfolded her plan as he has Maeve in her milk bath he has the pearl that he can transfer her data onto which is her mind he goes upstairs has her follow and says hale did simulations i'm sure everyone's stuck on that comment because i did as well did simulations before she enacted things in the real so there for those that are holding on to what's happening with christina is a simulation that might well be the case there there's a little crumbs for you i'm not purely convinced on that but hey the show is pointing out possibilities that support that oh look y'all i'm learning we did it we did it we did it he explains to her upstairs that the technology in the hats that used to 
garner guest information was too primitive for the technology of now so hale used the one thing humans can't escape which is their vanity by putting the scanning devices in the mirror he ends up having her scanned i did not go back and look at what was her profile so i'm sure when i listen to podcasts this week that will be discussed someone on reddit would have captured it but for the purposes of the next scene he does this because he's using this bit of information to speed up the process of the transfer we didn't watch him very very gingerly attend to Maeve as as homegirl watches at the bar i noticed a little similarity between frankie and Maeve. they both were drinking some liquor they both were at the bar in that same type of position so they definitely are weaving <laughs> i'm not imagining those threads here they are putting them there it about smally and she says that when my mother got sick i used to take care of her and rub ice on her her lips in much the same manner with with as much care to not cause her as much pain as humanly possible that you are doing with Maeve. she isn't an ordinary hostess she you knew her and he says i did he does not expound on that however she says i just want to know what this person knows about my father there's some resentment she has there bernard tries to assure her that if may when she finds out about what happened to your father you know that's gonna affect her and she comes back with a line i want to know what happened and she doesn't know pain none of them do feelings are just an affect to them switch that you can turn on and off you can't love or lose fully when it's just a choice this is an interesting bit of dialogue and shows what many humans probably feel about hosts that that affection is something that is superficially built into them that they don't really care about anyone despite you displaying this affection it is a switch that you can just turn on and off and thus her pain is not real she's automatically dismissing that pain on top of kind of thinking my dad wanted to run off and save the world (laughs) with this woman uh this host and alas he never came back i wish they didn't have the line later on where she completely contradicts herself because i thought that would have been a nice uh, thread to pull for quite a bit that resentment uh, that distrust of a host and then her being her witnessing that that's not quite the case especially as she gets to know Maeve better because she breaks all of the goddamn modes she concludes that she does not have any affection or a soft spot for Maeve that she just wants answers that's all she is useful for but it also could have been her protesting too much because clearly she suspected that bernard was a host for this entire time he didn't really hide that from her he's telling her the truth giving her the information that she needs to know she could have said hey i'm going to utilize this person for what i need this is all leading up to what i need so i don't care 
but i think that she she is definitely malleable to the idea that what she has been taught about hosts is incorrect which could start a revolution all in itself as stated prior a lot of wi-fi people that aren't going to be like well that one good one you know out of the bunch we saw that it did not change dolores's or hale's mind whatsoever even though it did dolores's while he is working on her the rest come back from the mission he had already hidden in the piano gotcha i see it mave's mind i enjoyed it all happening in her birthplace so to speak the mariposa where we've known mave all this time or the butterfly in this world he also brings up that this place wasn't meant to last indicating once again that these parks are not permanent places which just which once again assages my my soul about that particular critique like why the fuck would she want to build no these things are just constructs for her to utilize that have been successful in the past to get the information she needs but not meant to be some uh long-running con on the human race jay says that they have a mole i think that they've infiltrated us they knew we were coming considering that he was the mole do they have a second mole or was he just trying to throw everybody off try to start suspicion definitely has a look when he sees mave that information probably has not been transported back to hell which is great because i really don't want her to see that shit coming bernard is shot in the chest but he's able to take it because they're hosts you have stubs over there like take it easy i will say that i expected more from stubs like no no every time and i know this is going to continue to happen and people are going to continue to complain about it and i'm i can't not see where they're coming from if you're going to show me a host that just picked someone up and snapped their neck you can't have stubs i mean the only saving grace is that he didn't want to hurt these people but his number one priority is to protect bernard low so i would think him being shot would be enough for him to at least steal a weapon and then have to be told to stand down instead of just being like take it easy as odina puts a gun in his face like what's that gun gonna fucking do clearly we just saw that that gun is not effective against shit <laughs> so to continue to play fast and loose with that you do have to ultimately just go with the flow of it but i can't ignore those that says this doesn't make a whole lot of sense so they're taken away and tied up once again like those things would keep them down because these are machines these are the old hosts too it's not even as if they're the fleshy fleshy kind i think there is some confusion over the fleshy fleshy kind versus the mechanical parts all of the the children's of hells those are all fleshy fleshy it was only the mechanical parts for the old hosts someone else was bringing that up for william i'm like he doesn't have mechanical parts that's only for the ones that were the the first generation so that was dolores who's dead hell no uh mave yes that's a bit, i don't know if that's important enough but 
if we're out there defining that because a lot of, it was mentioned last week that they have robotic parts and they know they don't they're fleshy now it's possible that she could have made them re- with robotic parts but we haven't seen it so i'm just gonna go with they're fleshy and the only the old generation are the only ones that have that body bernard has it as well that bionic body she comes in and speaks to them which if you distrust this person so much why come in and speak with them it shows a a conflict in her own brain where he tells her look i'm not the mole you know i'm not the mole but someone is the mole someone came back they that is not the person they are but unfortunately despite all the simulations i ran it's never the same person sometimes it's your girlfriend sometimes it stops say what despite him being like come on bruh don't bring me into this uh she he does say you need to listen to him he's really fucking annoying about these things but he's right she tells him to fuck off or fuck you before realizing that he probably is right because he's been more informative than anyone else has been we see flashbacks of frankie when she was a child we might as well address this before the whole jay situation of it all where she explains to jay when he's younger who sounds exactly like uh daniel Wu. he's sitting on a swing set we see there are children that was a question there's not children now but there were when she was younger those are the children i'm guessing that grew up in this world in these cities and he's remembering his brother aptly named daniel she walks up to him and says look uh your brother's not your brother or he's he's gone come with me and that's when we realize that yawada has gotten back to the yawade has gotten back to the resistance she's now leading extraction uh extraction teams i like seeing this more fleshing out of her characterization uh although i would never bring my daughter on this mission just putting that out there just putting that out there (laughs) uh watching everything freeze once again they love that moment but also they just open it up to a can of worms because the guy that's with them ends up flinching when he sees a fly definitely had to play with that idea and gets killed the rest of them run but we know there's a second drone so why isn't that drone at least seen giving chase they drive get to a secure location where mom tells her yawada tells her look you did a good job today your father would be proud of you she says it's almost time she's allowing her to continue to try to reach out to her father via the dispatch radio love how that came back into play she still has faith that he's out there that he's alive jay is there she says i like him already i always wanted a brother and he's like you're not my fucking sister i don't want a sister and that's the end of that and this imperfection of personality is exactly how she's able to to label who the mole is she at first is approached by her girlfriend adina because she's been sent to after speaking with jay to do a perimeter sweep because he says he doesn't trust anyone either and they want to rely on each other adina says i know that you about to go do something with that host because i know you well enough she ends up putting her in a cupboard saying i don't know if you're you but even if you aren't a host you're probably safer here 
that is gonna be an awkward conversation when she opens that cupboard if i say it, it's a cupboard it's a closet sorry sorry i'm sorry sorry my guess it comes with the territory and she'll be totally understanding i like that they did not use odina as the bait i expected her to be twice when they went on the raid i was like ah oh, she did when they had a mole i was like ah oh, shit it's her <laughs> both times they're like we're not gonna kill the queer character and use them just for for points thank you when jay says that he considers her family like a sister that's when she knows that he's definitely not jay anymore and i I like this because i really didn't know why he was behind that door for so long listening to that whole ass conversation but now it makes all of the sense in the world so fair play to you westworld he was replaced when he opened it i thought he had i read that scene absolutely wrong i thought that he had witnessed the man in black getting onto the roof and he was shortly behind but instead no it was a copy of himself killing him and taking over they want to know where may he wants to know where Maeve's pearl is she shoots at him he is disarmed or she is disarmed he says i don't want to do this i don't want to kill you and i know what happened to your father Maeve is not going to be able to tell you that's when she hears the message from caleb feels a little you know a little serendipitous but i'll take it and she ends up going for the other weapon that was not was not uh dismantled shoots not in the head but i understand when you're at target practice a lot of people ask this question and i actually totally get it when you're at target practice you're not usually shooting for the head because it's the smallest part of the body you usually shoot for the chest area so that makes a whole lot of sense however unlike Maeve she doesn't uh realize let me try something different with the last bullet that I got and after not dying he's like okay so let's try this once again where is the pearl she's like right behind you he turns around and meets one Maeve Millet you're mad I'm back big mad he's mad she's mad big fat I love Maeve I don't know who changed her outfit well Bernard's seen her plenty of times and he's more like a father figure at this point but I love her so much every time she's on the screen it everything just becomes brighter I love that outfit she was she was definitely rocking her best Sarah Connor outfit they have made her the Sarah Connor of this world the mother (laughs) of earth probably not accurate but that's what I'm gonna dub her and she looks amazing fabulous i love the little look of when she's like caleb she's like alive i heard she says you are caleb's daughter of course you are i sort of kind of absolutely and utterly had something to do with your conception (laughs) even if it's spiritually the two women are able to talk at the bar and she admits i thought by dying i was gonna give him a chance they still think he's alive wait until she finds out he's not really alive but a host even though that's not gonna matter too much to Maeve but it is a loss of someone that was human and deserved to have all of that time with his daughter that's what she was most interested in 
frankie replies i resented you because he went away with you but i also knew that if he was alive by any chance it would be because of you and then she says what you guys started is how we got here with mave finishing well then let's finish what we started that pretty much concludes the podcast as far as things that have uh the recap things that have happened a few a few loose ends i love the line from bernard like will she help us well 60 60 percent of the time she's amendable to our plan but the other 40 percent let's just say she woke up on the wrong side of the bed she's a maniac, maniac on the floor. i laughed at that low percentage <laughs> of amendability one would think it's higher but it's like ah she there's a high chance it's almost equally high of a chance that she's going to wake up pissed off it was sad to see daniel Wu gone already because i felt like we didn't get a chance to really get to know him as jay or see any of his pretty awesome fighting skills which i'm used to seeing from into the badlands so into the badlands so i i hope they bring him back but it seems as if he's he's gone he's just a recognizable face that everybody's like hey that guy and then when he died you're like oh i wanted him to stay uh what else what is charlotte hell gonna do i do not know she seemed to be a little bit more or less sneering the second time she said caleb wake up than the first time i'm not sure what that means what's that indicating but if you did watch on the next on which i'm not going to discuss it seems as if the moniker of the season which is the choice is coming to a head and i was incorrect it wasn't it wasn't days it was hours before his body degraded which is why he collapsed after sending that message anything else that i'm missing what's gonna there was no man in black this episode but i have a feeling that whatever decision that hale came to in this episode is going to be the impetus for him and his next actions the next two we do have feedback let's hop into the mailbag What up, Cena? It's Mimi. Um, I am sending you this because I have a bone to pick with you. And know if I wait until I send feedback for the next Westworld, because I already missed five, so I'm not going to send it till six, I'm going to forget. So I'm telling you this now. So I'm listening to your, um, I guess, your like podcast for Westworld. And I right now I'm still on four. And I'm at the end. But I'm listening to it, and I just... Like, I understand, okay, I know me and Shy don't watch TV like you do. Our minds aren't like that. We've already come to that understanding. But I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be too many of you trying to laugh at people's theories. Like, you act like the rest of us 
are absurd with our predictions like we'll say something and not have not a lick of base for it but this is just something we feel and you just drag the shit out of it and then like five minutes later you say the same theory or you'll say a theory with the same explanation like i just have a feeling why your feeling mean more than ours i'm just saying i don't know what episode five is i haven't watched it yet so i don't know but i told you in my in my feedback that i thought maya was um caleb's daughter and this is i didn't i haven't i don't follow any kind of um fandom i don't i don't look up things i'm not on tumblr so i don't know what anyone else is saying about westworld and i refuse to to get in deep with any of that stuff because i learned my lesson from glee and i've told you this many a times i like to watch my shows in a bubble and thanks to you and me finding your podcast i'm able to like watch a show differently now because i'll get another person's perspective especially yours because you'll go through and you'll talk about things that maybe i missed so i i like watching shows in the the realm of i'm watching it with my eyeballs maybe me and darren are watching it and then i'll listen to your podcast but that's it i'm not gonna go in deep i'm not gonna look at what other people say and i damn sure ain't never in my life gonna get on reddit because i feel like that shit will have my blood pressure up so i didn't know anybody was thinking that was maya it never even occurred to me that that could possibly be maya and i and i know i've told you that because i felt like the casting was terrible i love aurora you know when we were um watching prodigal son i was i was on danny's team immediately as soon as i saw her, before i even knew she was she was half black and before i knew she was the um the black famous guy's daughter i loved her i thought she was hispanic so like I'm, I'm always like the actress but i don't care what anyone says i don't know what you think of my own prediction because i haven't listened to your to episode five yet but to me you can't if you're trying to cast a person you can't have a person that's dark skin yes i understand the actress is supposed to be biracial and i don't know that the girl that is playing um the little version of um caleb's daughter is biracial i don't know but she is brown skin i know that much she's not she's not the same complexion as the the adult version and to me that's some really shitty casting and i don't care what anyone says i said what i said if you wanted the adult to be her then you need to have the child look similar like i hate when they have like a person that might have you know might look like they might be like maybe half asian as the kid version and the adult version look like a white princess snow white you know or cinderella like you cannot do that so i stand by what i said and like i said i don't know what your thoughts are i don't know what your predictions are but i for one thought maya was gonna be caleb's daughter and i don't know why i'm drawing a blank on her name frankie frankie um because not only like yes I went with my theory and I spoke it out loud be, to, with, to Darren was because of the complexion of the, the actress. I don't know what her nationality is. I know she just won. I didn't realize it was her until like maybe episode three or four. It was the actress that just won that Emmy and she hosted, was it, was it the Emmys? The Grammys? Maybe she hosted the Grammys. I'm not sure. Amber, whatever her name is. I didn't realize it was her until afterwards but 
my theory came from when she was talking about the dream and I and I think I said that already but like you like straight up laughed at it and then it made me mad and then I'm like listening to it and you just continuously I can't give you any more examples because I be driving when it's happening so I don't I can't write the stuff down but I'm just gonna tell you right now you can't be just be shitting on people's um ideas and just act like yours is gold like you got to give your theories because that's what they are the same kind of credibility as everybody else because right now we don't know anything now i understand westworld is a very intelligent show and they want you to have meaning but is it possible i'm just just hear me out is it possible that you are adding more meaning to these shows than there really really is i know that the creators um have like talks and stuff afterwards and sometimes I watch it depending on the episode and sometimes I don't but I feel like you always say things like like this is why this is this is why this is and granted it logically it makes sense and I was like okay that is a good connection but it's still a theory so you just say your stuff like it's absolute fact and truth and then the rest of us be shitty and you laugh at it like the fact like you didn't say that about mine because you didn't know that I had said that already um because I had sent it after you uh posted the this ep this episode four um and like I said I hadn't listened to it so I didn't know but you literally said some people think Maya is uh what is Frankie and then you started laughing like why can't that be it you don't know and like right now we could really be misled that might not be frankie the the actress that's supposed to be her i'm not saying that that's the case but i'm just saying logically her having that dream about the flies like that's the leap that's why i took that leap and it wasn't that i was even thinking about frankie after, like before then like a, an adult version it literally came to me because she said that dream and then i'm thinking well maybe shaloris put Frankie with Christina because that would be the absolute fuck you to Caleb who she seemed to despise actually I'll reverse that to she because she despised um Maeve and I think she maybe even hated Caleb just because of their connection because the one person that she had um Dolores was uh Teddy and that shit didn't work out and she like straight up picked you know revenge over over teddy so i mean i know shaloris and dolores aren't the same person but they do have the same beginning you know from before she got put into a different host body so all i'm saying is that the the to me like i'm thinking like well maybe this was shaloris's way of torturing caleb even after his death now i'm gonna control your daughter and i'm gonna have her be friends with the person that is controlling everybody because I told her to do that I don't know that was just my theory but I like I said I just had a bone to pick with you and I'm just telling you this this is just for you to listen to because I'm sick of you dragging people's theories when me and me and shy always hit you with the now it's just a theory don't go in but you always do and it ain't right you know yours is serious too ain't ain't nothing canon until it comes on the screen just i just want to point that out that is all so those were mimi's thoughts after episode four before she listened to wait no episode three 
before no yeah episode four before she listened to my episode five so i said i already toned it down <laughs> in episode five <laughs> and she talked about everybody's theory she knew she was just talking about her own i i concur i do own as i stated earlier the fact that um i am a little narcissistically analytical and can be very rudely dismissive when i get caught up in my ruminations and thus i do need to watch it i do not only because it's the right thing to do need to be a better person but also it's it's totally it's totally valid that i'd be just as wrong so the only the only thing i slightly not even disagreed with because it's true is the same thing that i'm learning to evolve from which is this colorism thing we are taught that like one person looks like the other person so you have to look like the other person that is the correlation that's a little bit you know into why i even thought that it was aurora perano because of the fact that she is biracial however what i'm learning more which i uh dave Chappelle pointed out to me his mom is half white he doesn't look anywhere close to being white so our associations with color and how people are supposed to look based on genetics is not even necessarily correct because we can't predict the shade or the colorism that comes out because we don't know what generation of genetics are pushing through that are stronger more dominant people that are black been told they're not black because they are lighter or they don't seem to fit the mode of what it means so while i'm totally on i get what you're saying like well why doesn't i made that association because there's a chocolate baby and then there's this chocolate adult that makes sense rationally but on two flip sides i think the first i mentioned in in the last episode is that i think it is a step in the right direction that people are choosing the people that are best for the job and not okay this needs to line up with our color chart i think that's a, a very uh unheard of thought that I, I you know i was listening to writers tables and this is where i got that idea uh so it's not from my own mind it was other actors and actresses that have been turned down for roles or passed over based on the colorism question and not whether or not they were the best actor for the job just because you need to get people to see uh to to line up in their mindscape but that's not even the reality of the situation abroad so that idea in itself is is flawed uh and yeah this is the other idea going back to the flawed idea of it it's a flawed idea <laughs> people come out the way they're gonna come out and and i know you said you had an issue with that when they change it up but in a lot of ways they're doing it so that they're eliminating some of these misconceptions that we the public continue to perpetuate uh time after time uh year after year it's the same thing as you know why isn't there no black why why is black people in here 
how dare they be in the middle ages because like we didn't exist back then in a lot of people's minds so now they're like no we probably should be casting despite the fact that this person is written as blonde blue haired or the fact that more people that lived in this area may predominantly look like this there's not to say that there aren't others that could look like that and furthermore it's not to say that those colorism lies shouldn't be the divide of casting the right person for the role the best person for the role uh, not even the right the best person for the role and that colorism isn't now i know there's gonna be a, a whole thing well you would because someone would say well what did you feel if they would they, they be a black person or a white person in a slave movie well that's a different context and you know it is and stop being ignorant enough to pretend otherwise <laughs> if there were if you want to talk about abolitionists sure but if you want to say if you want to say white slavery in in the south and you cast a black person as a white person that's not that's not even close to being within the same realm of context and you're just trying to stretch it out to make yourself have a point but that is the only the only commentary i had it to add to that as the rest are completely on before we do jump to mimi's feedback for this episode i actually uh during during uh the last feedback in this one i took a break from recording and i went back and watched episode three because i i know i said i wasn't completely focused and i think that i got something completely wrong or i'm misunderstanding one or the other they're both probably uh likely about the host caleb because of course he's a host i think i was meaning to say or differentiate and that's because i think i'm still misunderstanding on how the copies work because i i figured the copies are people who look just like them but with the exception of no because william has memories but the one guy that replaced the other guy didn't have that recent memory so only a memory up to a point of them being copied that's what i mean i think for some reason i'm thinking you know when i said he's a host he's marbled like bernard is and that may be incorrect actually it's looking like it's incorrect so i also picked up on the fact that it wasn't really a defining moment at the end it was well it was in the sense that she was starting all over again but i didn't understand if she was starting all over again why she fried them in the basement but i guess she's just starting from scratch with 279 but yes i i still have a very shaky understanding of copies versus because i figured it was just the the person that looked like them like they have their body but they don't have their memories yeah i'm very confuddled on that i guess they're reborn i i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know uh but i'm probably wrong about what i definitely was trying to indicate because of course that's probably already happened uh but i did want to clarify that i called myself out on that because after re-watching it just seems that she's about to start the fidelity test all over again 
with 279 and we know that 278 got further than any of the other ones so that actually makes a lot more sense and on subsequent watch i may be a little may have been a little too harsh and but i was also correct i thought it was a few days that she said then i think i changed my mind and said well maybe she said a few hours and i misheard that but no it was a few days and that made more sense as well but the other bit i was really hard on was the the speech that he gave his daughter while i still it's not my favorite it was on uh the third watch a lot more powerful that i could digest the words better i watched this episode twice last night around 11 and 12 so i was not in my most uh, <laughs> graspy mood as well so that's why it is with this show you have to watch multiple times and even if you watch multiple times you might have different experiences depending on uh where you are and and where your mind's at and how it's recontextualized even so in earlier or later episodes and there were a lot of things in this episode that were uh are pretty layered doesn't change my score but (laughs) maybe not so harsh on that particular scene still don't like the one afterwards thought that would have could have been better and that's enough of me and my lingering thoughts let's hear what mimi has to say about episode five or six yep episode six what up stina it's mimi um this is my feedback for westworld um this is episode six of season four um i believe the the name of this episode was fidelity and if i don't remind me i could be wrong but that that's the word they use for what they were doing to to old mandelos right trying to basically make him immortal um and it didn't quite work because as soon as they found out they were dead or he was dead he went insane and it looked like caleb went through that shit too and i'm mad she kept i i'm telling you the whole the whole time caleb was going through like when he escaped and it had like an arrow i was like that doesn't seem right like that she is too meticulous to have left like i'm like there's no way i was like i don't think caleb would have left it for himself someone clearly put that there so i was suspicious from jump and then when i saw like the hand smudges i'm like clearly he's done this before then there was bodies on the ground i'm like this bitch didn't even clean this shit up she clearly did this shit on purpose and i'm sure caleb figured that shit out too um it was just the the audacity of her and um i just i really enjoyed (laughs) the way this unfolded um my favorite part was caleb being right on time with that message the fact that um frankie c aka cookie i figured (laughs) i figured out why she was going by c cookie don't seem like a rebel so she just went by c uh, people were probably thinking it was for like Caleb Jr. or some shit. Caleb the second <laughs> cookie. And I feel like we knew he called her that, but I forgot. 
But anyway, that message and she heard her dad's voice. And for the record, I knew from jump that it was Jay for a multitude of reasons. I'm like, because when you brought up the fact that he just happened to be there, like, like he didn't encounter any obstacles when he was getting the, um, the outlier. I was like, yeah, that motherfucker got got. As soon as um, Bernard made it a point, was like, it could be your girlfriend sometimes. And then sometimes it's stubs. <laughs> he was looking like, bitch. <laughs> That's funny. Um, it looks looks like she uh she trusts uh our friend Maeve I don't know why she would I understand why she would blame him um I'm sorry why Frankie would blame Maeve for her father's death because she was the last person she saw him leave with um and clearly he didn't come back and it's been 23 years um and I can't help but make a note that the entire time Caleb was trying to escape all he was talking about was Frankie she's alive he did not once bring up his wife not there one time and like I have been trying to stay away from the ship stuff because I <laughs> I told myself um a long time ago that I wasn't gonna ship anymore I clearly be failing a lot but I'm going to try hard. But I do absolutely love Caleb and Maeve together. And when she made that confession, it was obvious that the feelings were mutual. And in this episode, even with the, um, you know, the absence of them being together, he was still, like, he woke up from being intubated and Lord knows how many months passed, or I should say weeks. Um, and she was the first person he asked about. Um, so it's clear that his nurse who for some reason decides that he's the only patient she got and she's just gonna sit there and stare at him eating his pudding that's not weird at all but whatever that she was gonna be a good substitution i do think his wife is very pretty love her accent and um she was she clearly raised frankie right so she was you know she's clearly a good woman but he his feelings for her clearly were not the same if I I even would go as far as to say he didn't really have feelings for her maybe he wanted to I mean I've I mean it's always story I can't say that I met anybody in real life that this happened to but I have encountered situations like storylines where a person wanted to care about them they they wanted to love them and they tried their hardest but the feelings just weren't there like there was nothing that the person didn't do the person was on paper perfect for them but for some reason there was just not a connection and clearly she had to feel something for him maybe she always felt something for him maybe it was sympathy and she just wanted to him to get better and she thought it was love I don't know but I just I just kept like thinking of the fact that like he has not brought her up like he once he found out Frankie was alive that's all he cared about and I mean you're supposed to have that kind of love for your your child always but you don't even like you don't mention her not even one time <laughs> you did what about my wife <laughs> and then like in in the message to Frankie it's like I don't know what's you know I don't know what your life has been but I do miss you and I love you and your mom like he didn't say that he could have said it but he did it so 
I can't help but think that maybe you're right, Christina, um, about his feelings towards Maeve. Um, and then this is the part that I don't understand. And, and I and I look forward to hearing what your thoughts are on this, Christina. So if fidelity is basically putting the consciousness of a human into a host body, why is it that Caleb isn't super strong like those faceless white muscle men? He's a host too. He should be able to, is it because mentally he doesn't know and it, it will take him connecting to his host body to realize that he can do that or is it they just didn't make his body like that is that something we're not supposed to know i mean i guess that could be an answer too um my hope is you know when caleb is found by Maeve, i'm hoping that the the what brings him because so far this caleb the two set 278 the one that she just that um Shalores marked because she didn't like what he had to say we'll get to that in a second um he got the furthest and he knew he was dead like he just needed to get to Frankie that was his motivation so my hope and what I like I wanted my soul to happen is that once Maeve connects to him he will be like superior Caleb Caleb 2.87 I don't know I don't know like more than just a, a upgraded you know version of the human self but like a completely like a superhuman Caleb like he has the mental capacity knowledge and functioning like neurologically of the Caleb that we have come to learn and understand but physically he can fight like a host because he has all the same skills but now he's super strong and that's what I want for him I want Shalores to realize yes he was an outlier and yes he was able you were able to get your research on point with him but now you did fucked up I want her to to have that that um that Kevin Hart moment you gonna learn today and um and I will be joyous and so happy um, now back to the whole conversation and he was like you know I didn't do anything to them it's you they fucking hate you so much that they'd rather die to be around you I was dying that shit was so funny I don't know if that's necessarily true I just think that it's the same like just like Dolores you know the the indigenous uh, host um, Chuchi is not his name Chachi? No. I forget what his name is. Um, just like Maeve, like they all had a connection that made them more conscientious of their existence. And, you know, their human emotions that they clearly have, otherwise they wouldn't have killed themselves, is what um it's what triggered them to Sorry, I fucking missed my exit and now I am having to turn around. Uh, that's what I get for trying to do two things at once. Driving in an area I'm not 100% familiar with. But it's fine because I got a long ass drive ahead of me. And it's clearly going to have to just <laughs> take even longer. Um, anyway, so um, what I was saying was... Um, I think that they just had a connection and they, they, they felt that way and it, it's what 
it's it's what caused the uh, I don't know it's what it's what caused the uh, them to commit suicide because they just they it was probably too overwhelming for them um, they couldn't take it anymore um, and I guess the um, the last thing I want to talk about is like I I'm, I keep saying it over and over again that the um, that the freaking um, casting like I just I, I it just doesn't make sense to me <laughs> when they kept flipping from Frankie child to the adult I'm like that casting does not it doesn't make sense at all like if they wanted the older version they should have got a younger version that looked like her it's so unrealistic it's annoying um but i did enjoy this episode um it was great but i'm gonna go ahead and send it now because i know it's seven o'clock already where you're at christina and i don't want you to be um i want you to be on schedule and i need to make sure i get where i need to be so um until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out that was Mimi with her thoughts on episode six you definitely sounded distracted there where I'm trying to pay attention but I've lost my train of thought and I'm also trying to drive but I'm also not trying to stay uh, off topic and then it's just time to let it go so I liked a lot of the things that you were saying uh yeah going back I think you were on the same page I'm glad to hear that reflected back at me because i am a little confuddled on how this is these hosts are supposed to copy supposed to work um because i'm thinking fidelity too yeah it's they were trying to get the the host body not to break down okay i think i just figured it out i think it's a matter of breaking down it still takes only days and they have not perfected it i think i took hail in episode four to mean that she perfected the process got it now so yes it is the same thing that they have been doing now only certain hosts seem to be privy to this fidelity though right because hmm no because the man in black i'm trying to figure that okay so the man in black is still the man in black but he's probably not him up until the moment that she created him that's when they become new people okay that squared away see it just took me a minute to use my brain (laughs) to figure this out or try to figure it out because i could still also be wrong uh and then the copies are just that they're they're basic copies of the person but my only hiccup then is how is it that in that scene with jay when she realizes oh you're not jay because he would never be sentimental he would never consider me family why would he use that tactic if that was a memory that they had or is it just one that's so irrelevant that that probably makes a lot more sense (laughs) that yeah why would i remember that i'm going to use my in here i'm clearly close to this person i've known her since she was child she'd never remember that one line i said to her when i was an absolute dick about not wanting to be her brother and he probably hasn't been been uh keen on repeating that so 
it could have just been him using that to his advantage of that moment and she knowing from the beginning he would never uh what else yeah i'm the same way like i was trying i i'm doing my best because i know i've been overly shipping Maeve and caleb so i didn't want to be disrespectful by pointing out that he did not at all mention his wife but i did notice it <laughs> like he did not do any follow-up questions in Iwate. <laughs> not even a little bit and i think you know whether the show intends or not it feels as if his relationship with Owade was inspired by uh his relationship with Maeve I don't think that no one can not make that type of correlation and I'm not just talking about racially because I'm still trying to figure out what Maeve saw in those two seconds that could have possibly said oh there's an attraction between these two people they're totally into each other there was not even a little bit of that there he woke up still looking for her so she didn't she sensed that probably this could be something because Maeve does have bulk up perception she is very good at judging human behavior and this person this nurturer uh probably felt like this is someone that caleb would be attractive to because i know he attracted to me uh and thus she foresaw that there was a future there and decided to walk away to allow him that future and i do think that she's gonna go ham when she realizes her baby boo caleb even though caleb's still alive and he still has his humanity clearly um that she still ultimately did kill the one that she knew and then not only that tortured him she ain't gonna be too she 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 ain't gonna be too pleased not at all but i like what you said as well it will be nice now that hope that caleb has a host body that he begins to lean into that and i can, it's the same thing though with mave right for the longest in season three why do you keep dying you don't need to die every time you take a bullet or a sword to the gut you can she was being too human so she would foresee a, a mortal or yeah fatal wound fatally and that and her body would and her brain would perceive it as that so she had to recall what she was a little bit that i am a host i am capable of far more than just that leap in logic so i like that idea that you put forth that caleb will himself realize yeah i'm not a human anymore uh this ain't flesh and blood this can take this this uh, form can take a lot more beating to it and thus and thus he will have way more action scenes plus he got his daughter he gonna get he gonna get his daughter back by the end of the episode or end of the season can't wait for that freaking reunion and also i can't wait for for Maeve to whoop some ass because you know she about to whoop somebody ass <laughs> and that person's name is hilarious <laughs> she gonna go all up in it she gonna have no understanding none 
Shoot, you see the only thing that kept her calm was Caleb. I know, alive. I heard that. That got me the fuck up. And I can't help but be shippery about it. And yes, I don't even try to pretend. I don't. I don't. I just throw myself out there to be wrecked, taken advantage of. <laughs> At this point, I'm just leaning into, even if it's not a, and I will try my best not to make something out of nothing, right? I don't want to turn into a snowberry. But at the same time if i feel like there's a correlation between two people i will mention it or a romance not even a romance a connection of something i want to see explored and then if it doesn't happen in the show that's what fanfic is for and lastly i'm glad that you enjoyed the the caleb throwing it in her face scene a lot more than i did uh caleb did aaron paul did great this episode so he definitely deserves all of some accolades they're really trying to come for oscars this season that's for damn sure if you want to send feedback on our next episode like couch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease like a magic